welcome to this week's Crystal Crawford show. I think we've got the sound sorted out from last week. For those of you guys that listened to last week's episode and suffered through it, <laughs> I apologize. I will not do that to your ears again, unless I do, but it won't be intentional. Um, so I called this week's episode, What One Choice Can You Make? Hi, Lene. And I am fresh off facilitating a foundation class online, which was fucking epic. I have never seen anything like foundation, which is a four-day access consciousness class, create the change that it does in people's lives. I've never seen anything like it. Um, I'm so grateful. And I'm a part of uh, Christian Michelson. I don't know if you guys know him. Who is? He's a coach. Um, he's a big coach for those of us that know the coaching industry, and I'm a part of his some of his coaching programs. And today I was on his, he does this, uh, <clears throat> it's new, I just chose it. I think it's a bi-monthly coaching call or whatever. And people can get on Zoom and they can ask him questions. And he's really great. Like, he's a really great guy. He actually cares. He, like, wants you to succeed. He's got good stuff to say. But the one thing that I was so grateful for that you and I have available to us is the Access Consciousness Tools. Uh, because it doesn't matter what's going on. There is always one more choice we can make. And even though he was coaching in and around this possibility, he was, he was trying to like, you know, give people the information that like, hey, you know, it's just, he was trying to say, hey, it's just an interesting point of view and trying to like... <laughs> empower them into the next choice, you could clearly see that some people were still stuck with not choosing. So inspired by that and inspired by today's topic, I want to give you some of the tools that I use to get myself around myself into the next choice and riff a little bit on choice in general and and how this all got started. So this topic actually got created pretty last minute. I was on Facebook this morning and I would, you know how Facebook pops up, like, this is, this is who you were five years ago. This is, I, uh, they popped up a post that was a graphic of an interesting point of view challenge that I did like five years ago. Now, I don't, I mean, I, what I remember about that moment is where I was living, how I was feeling and how desperate I was, but I had, I did not remember that it was five years ago. And when I look at that now, I'm like staggered at how far I've come. So thank you, Facebook for reminding me. But what really brought, what that, looking at that really brought home to me was that that was one of those moments of about a billion since then where I had no idea how to move forward. I literally could only just make the next choice. And what happened was I was, (laughs) let's see, so this was five years ago, so I was like 39. I had been taking access consciousness classes for about, I don't know, a year, a year and a half maybe. And I had taken a bunch of them all together. Now, what Access Consciousness classes do, which is an incredible gift and also um, an uncomfortable gift, is that they invite you to choose to destroy and uncreate everywhere you're fixed in place. So basically, like we've all created our lives as best we can with the tools we have available, right? We've all got ourselves here. Um, We're getting ourselves to the next place. Some of us know have a better sense than others of us. We've done the best we could. We got ourselves here. The thing is, the parts of our life that aren't working are built on a a faulty foundation. And that's just it. Like, the only time you can have a problem is when you're functioning from some sort of unconsciousness. So what all the access consciousness tools do is they invite you into more and more consciousness. Because when you're more 
conscious and aware, you have more choice, which is great. Now, for someone like me that had been functioning from a lot of unconsciousness, I did, I had so many emotional problems. Like I struggled with relationships. I struggled with (laughs) everything. I struggled with everything. Not even kidding. I struggled with being married. I struggled with not being married. I struggled with relationships. I struggled with not having relationships. I struggled with money. I struggled with not money. I mean, it was literally like my life was literally one big struggle. And so I, I find access. I'm like, holy fuck, you can change things at the speed of space. I'm in, sign me up. And I, and I did, I ran, I was a facilitator in eight months. And then I found out that Dane was doing a new class called Maestro, which was the highest number of prerequisites of any class. And I needed seven more classes to get there. And so I went on another class spree. And so here I am. It's May. I started in November of 2013. It's May, 2015. I've flown back into Vancouver, which is where I've relocated from Ontario at the time. I have a new boyfriend. We're living in a new house. That's another video. And I literally have $500 to my name in credit. (laughs) So I don't even really have any money. I mean, I'm broke. I have spent all my money on classes. Not only that, but I did the not so cute thing of quitting my only job at the time. I came back from class. I'm like, this just doesn't feel light for me anymore. And I quit my job. Not my brightest choice. That job was providing me like $1,600 a month. That would have made my life easier, but I quit it. So there I am at a brand new place with a brand new boyfriend who, by the way, is not super impressed that he's got to support me. That was not the deal that he signed up for when we said we would move in together. And he's also pretty not impressed that he's in another relationship. Like, he's just not impressed. He likes me. So he's very conflicted. He's like, you're sexy. I like shagging you, but not really, but kind of. But then I don't like you. So it was a mess. (laughs) And so I get back. I remember very distinctly sitting in the living room, looking out the window aware of all this shit. And I proceeded to spend the next three weeks choosing to to be upset. Honestly, that's exactly what I did. I was just upset. I was, I, I had so much shit running through my head. Like, first of all, I didn't have much of an online presence. I mean, people sort of knew who I was because I'd been sharing my journey on Facebook. So I sort of had some exposure but I didn't have any system set up or, you know, anything online that people... So I didn't have that. I didn't now no longer had a job. And on top of that, I tried, I tried, and I really do mean this. Like I put, I had worked in restaurants forever. And so I put my restaurant resume together and I'd gone out in Vancouver, but it was so bizarre because I would walk into these restaurants with my resume ready to work in this restaurant. And they would look at me like, aren't you a little overqualified for this job? <laughs> like, I was energetically too big to go backwards and try to do the things that I did before. So I was in a bit of a pickle from my point of view. And instead of like the first thing I could have done, which is like choose my way in a bit, I went into three months, three weeks, three weeks. That How many days is that? That's like 21 full days of like talking about it and being upset about it. And I remember talking to Ken about it and like, I don't know what to do about this. And he's like, well, I'll support you. He was trying to do the supportive thing at first. You know, like, well, I'll support you through this hard time. And, uh, (laughs) which wasn't really helping because I was going into more and more upset. And, and I remember actually taking, we, we had moved into these, uh, these, the middle level of a house in Vancouver, which is sort of how they break up houses in Vancouver because it's super expensive to live. So they like take these big houses and they break them up into apartments. We were in the middle level. 
And we were not that far from the beach, so I would, you know, it was cold beach, but I walk, I'd walk out to the beach, and I remember sitting by the water and just tears running down my face, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And finally, three weeks later, it was just getting dire, because Ken was facing having to pay rent all by himself, which he was not impressed by and didn't think he could, and so it was causing a lot of trouble in our relationships. And, and for those of you who have never taken a foundation class, hi, Jenny, the three elements to a good relationship is they're good in bed, they provide money, and they let you do whatever you want, and you let them do whatever they want. Hi, Jillian. Okay, so I was failing on the providing money part, failing, like just flat out, like not pulling my weight. And there was no light at the end of that tunnel. Like I wasn't, you know, like I didn't, nothing. So I'm not exactly sure how this all went down, but we had an evening where he had gone to get some wine and he ended up drinking enough that I was here and he was here in the kitchen and he ended up being drunk enough that he finally looked at me. I think we were talking, we were trying to process this. He was trying to support me. And then he finally just looked at me. He's like, I need you to be who we were when I first met you. And it did something to me. It did something to me. Because when he first met me, I was like on top of the world. I was like working with Access. I had like just bought some new clothes. I was a pretty new facilitator. I was looking pretty schnazzy. People were projecting all kinds of success at me. Uh, (laughs) I was feeling good. I was working for and with another facilitator. Like I was on top of my game. I was starting to host Access classes. I was like, boom, which is when he met me. And then we were like, we should make a life together in like two weeks time. And then I went traveling and that's a whole other story. But when he met me, I was like way up here. The person who came back to him was like so undefined and so like clueless about how to choose that he, fa- he had to look at me and go, this person you're being right now? No. The person I met at the, the first time I met you, I need her back. Where is she? And something in me just like snapped. It just... I I just made a different choice. I didn't have those words then, but that's exactly what happened. And two things occurred. I knew that it was going to change, even though I didn't know how. And I knew that I was going to lose him, which is not really relevant to this video, but that does occur sometimes. And that next morning I woke up and I was like, okay, because I'd been like mind fucking myself about like starting my own online business. I think I quit my job because I was like, I need to focus all my energy on my business. And then it came time to focus my energy on my business and I didn't know how to do it. So I got really, really, really fucked up. I fucked myself up about the how, how do I do this? And so with that comment in my world, with the decision or whatever I did in the middle of that comment that he made, I woke up the next morning and I was like, I have no idea how to do this, but if I don't do this, that road that that takes me on is not an option. So we're now on the road where I have no idea what to do and we just have to do something. And that's where I started like mining my own world for like, okay, fuck, what do I need to do? Because I'm an access consciousness facilitator. Okay, fine. So I can do stuff with these tools. Okay, fine. Am I going to use the tools? Is that something I'm going to do? And I made a choice to, I made one choice. I made a series of one choices, but my first one choice was I'm going to use interesting point of view. I have this point of view for three full days, which Gary tells us to do, which will change everything. And I wonder how many other people want to come do it with me. So I remember very vividly like going into my stock, I think it was freestockphotos.com or something, 
finding this picture of a girl, creating a graphic very badly in Canva. I started the, I called it a worldwide interesting point of view challenge. I had no idea if anybody was going to come play. <laughs> Put it out on Facebook and a bunch of people got excited. I created a free Facebook group. We went in there. It was all free. And it was fun. Like for the first 24 hours. <laughs> I, had a, I had just enough ideas to like take us through the first 24, idea, 24 hours. That's all I had. I didn't have a plan for the rest of it. I didn't have a funnel. I had no idea what the fuck. I didn't even know how I was going to make money with this. I was like, well, I'll, I, I just know this is the only thing I can even think of to start with. I'm going to start here. Like 300 people came to come play. And then thankfully, God, and this is where the universe has your back when you have no idea how to get yourself to where you need to go. Thankfully, there was somebody in the group that was like, because the, the three days was ending. And I was like, well, what am I, what am I going to do now? I didn't have any coaching. I didn't have any training. I didn't know anything. And somebody said, well, Crystal, what if we could pay you to keep going? I think the person that said that was the person I stopped working for at that time, which was a fucking gift. And I was like, oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> so I went online and I found, I don't even know where, where this is now. I found a landing page platform that I didn't know how to use, that I had to teach myself how to use. Hello. I put together a landing page that had way too many choices on it. Literally, I think it had like four different ways of playing with me with different price points. So it took me forever because I had to create PayPal links. that I, I Everything was new. And then I was like, hey, if you want to keep playing, you can. And then just put it out. And not a lot of people chose it, but just enough chose it that I created my first $900 online. I was shocked. It wasn't enough. Like I still needed to make some more to make rent, but I had never made that much money ever doing anything online. And it was like the first, it broke a seal for me. And it started with, it started really with one choice, which is that I'm going to change this. It really did start with that. And then the second choice, which was, I have to make a choice about what I'm going to do. Okay. What would I like to do? I'm going to do this. Maybe other people will join me. And a third choice of like, well, how do I want to do it? I guess I'll do it in a free Facebook group. And a fourth choice of like putting it out there. And a fifth choice of like getting in the group and going, post a selfie with iPod on somewhere on your body, right? Like it was very, 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 very one choice at a time. And it created something. And it created the beginnings of what you guys are participating in now, which we're calling Crystal Crawford CF. Like, this is my business. This, these, this is my business. These are the classes that I put out in the world that you get to choose if you want to, to change your life. And I had no idea how to get here. Not even one. I had no clue. I had no coaching. I had no training. You know, when, by the way, when you go to be a certified facilitator for Access Consciousness, they do do business conversations, but they don't teach you how to do business. They give you a lot of information. They give you a lot of tools. Um, but you've got to be tenacious enough to figure that shit out on your own. And by figure it out, I mean, choose to do it because you can't figure it out. And it just doesn't matter what it is. It just doesn't matter what it is. You can't figure it out. You have to just make one choice. So my question to you right now is what one choice can you make that would move something forward for you? Now, let's say 
I had a good friend message me with a situation. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Let's say that you're applying this to something you're in the middle of. Okay, so you're in the middle of delivering something. Let's say she's in the middle of delivering a 21 day challenge. Okay, she's an entrepreneur. She's doing a thing. Let's say you're doing, let's say this is your story. And she goes, I'm reading this. She's like, I'm showing up more. I'm doing more Facebook lives. I'm more present in my group. I'm offering free energy pulls and sometimes a call. And when I'm creating and inviting to something like a 21 day challenge, um, it's like, she said, it's like a chewing gum. And I think she basically said, it's not really fun. It's hard work. You know, what can I do? What can I choose? What can I change? So let's say that's your situation. Let's say you're right in the middle of a bunch of shit. And you're like, uh-huh, I don't want to, don't like it. Choice creates awareness. You've chosen the thing, you've gotten awareness. Now what can you choose? What one choice can you make? So here's a question that I've really been playing with lately that Gary recommends that I've been using. And that's, what could I choose that would be rewarding here? You have to begin asking yourself different questions and making different choices. So it's helpful sometimes to have somebody say, here's some questions you could ask yourself because sometimes you can't think of any questions to ask yourself. So this one here of like, what could I choose here that would be rewarding has really been changing it. And I've been using that shit, putting that shit on everything. And that's the great thing about questions is you can pick one and use it for everything for a while. Because one of the things I realized that a trap that's really easy for me to get into now, post five years ago when I first started this madness, is to get into a lot of the doing, right? So a lot of like, I I love to do, I love to work. And so that love of work can sometimes, um, I can sometimes trap myself in this place where I feel like I have to do the work in order to get this result. Anybody ever trap themselves there? So my way out of that has been, okay, there's a few questions that I ask myself. If this could be easier, what could I choose? Now, I'm always asking myself a question about what I could choose, not how I could fix a problem. Because the truth is, I don't ever have any problems. Even way back then in Vancouver days when I was like snowed under by debt and had no income coming in, I still didn't have a problem. I felt like I had a problem and I would have told you I had a problem. I told him I had a problem for like three weeks straight. <laughs> but it turns out I'd, my problem was I wasn't choosing. That was my biggest problem was that I wasn't choosing. So once I changed that, I no longer had a problem. You know what I mean? So we don't actually have a problem. We're just not choosing something. So <laughs> that's you with the doing, Jenny. Okay, cool. So now my favorite trap is getting involved in too much doing and not enough question, choice, possibility, and contribution, which actually are the four elements of creation. Because I love to work. I love to work. So sometimes I will work myself into a bit of a corner, right? So there's a few things that I do to, to trick myself into a different set of choices than I have had before. I ask things like, Okay. I do a bunch I do a bunch of different things. I just I do a bunch of different things and I see what works. So let me just tell you what they are. One of the things I do is like if I could throw all of this away and start over, what would I choose? I give myself permission to scrap 
every goddamn thing under the sun. I scrap things all the time. I scrap my relationship. I scrap. I don't tell anybody about it. But like I scrap things all the time. I scrap ideas. I scrap things I've built. I scrap whole business. I scrap and I and I'm talking. I scrap things I've spent money on. I've spent time on. I've spent stuff on. So I never ever 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 let something I've already done stop me from something I could choose. So let's just say everywhere you're doing that to yourself, will you destroy it and create it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, online shorts, boys and beyonds. And if I do let my, if I do let it happen, I catch myself because it's crazy because. Uh, gosh, if you guys read anything about Jeff Bezos with Amazon, he talks about this all the time. He's like, we spend billions of dollars on ideas that don't go anywhere. He's like, but there's two, there'll be two ideas out of the 24 that we invested in that changed the game. And that gave me such a different perspective on, on spending money and time. Like, is it actually relevant? Is it going to matter in 10,000 years that I spent time and money on this? No, well, never mind. So that's one of the things I ask myself. If I could scrap all of this, would I do it different? Yes. And what would I choose? Another thing I'll do to trick myself out of that situation is I'll go, okay, you know, I'll get, I'll be getting all wrapped up in the how and the details and the this and the that and like getting all twisted and tangled. And I'll go, I literally, I do this in my mind. I'm like, okay, if this could be easy, what would I choose? That's another trick. If this could be easy, what would I choose? The third thing is the first thing that I mentioned, which is like, what could I choose here that would be rewarding? Because one of the things I've realized very, very recently is that there does come a point in your life in where whatever area where you achieve a level of sufficiency, competency, whether that's with a language or with an instrument or whatever, right? You achieve a certain level of like, I got this, like, it's pretty easy now. And what has been showing it for me a lot lately is, not lately, like in the last years, as competency has been achieved, has been the tendency to go to boredom. It's like, well, this is kind of easy now. Like, I know how to do this. Like, in the early days of creating an online business, it was a really, really fun challenge to, like, see how I could engage with you guys and, and interact with you and, like, get you on my lives and, like, you know. And now it's like, I kind of know how to do that. And now, now the new challenge is, like, well, how do I get so many more people on and how do I... But even that sort of like, I know I can do that too, and I'll work at that, and that will come, you know. So there isn't that sense of like reward. And that's a point where a lot of us stop. We stop at the boredom. And when it's, so I'm inviting myself to look more at like, what would be rewarding here? Like, what could I choose here that would be rewarding? And that takes it out of all linearity. It's like, doesn't matter if that, it doesn't matter what that looks like. As long as it's rewarding, that in and of itself is a generative energy. And so you make, start making the choices that actually generate that energy in your world. And you've got a whole different reality right away. You know, what could I choose with money that would be rewarding? What could I choose to create money that would be rewarding? Right? Because a lot of our shit's changed. You know, we've got a lot of government support money coming out for a lot of you guys. I know you've tapped into that. How's it get better? And it's like, you know, the landscape's changed. We got a new world ahead of us. So now it's like, you got to start to look at what would it be like for me to live the energy of what I'd like my life to be so that it can show up for me in totality and everything that doesn't allow it and all the thoughts and the feelings and the emotions and the no sex I'm using to absolutely refuse and reject my life and the energy I'd like my life to be and destroy it and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, online, shorts, boys, meons. That's an incredible tool out of Right Riches for You by Gary Douglas. And also you can go to the awarenesschallenge.com and download it there. But it's time to look at that again. 
it's like, yeah, what would be rewarding? What can I choose now that would be rewarding? And that starts to outcreate it in another way. So it only takes one choice to move you forward in any direction. Only one. And then another one. And one of the keys to total freedom, absolute and total freedom, is a new choice, even new choice in every 10 seconds. And I see this misused quite a bit. You'll know somebody's misusing it if they use it against you or them and go, well, I have a new choice in every 10 seconds and I don't want to do that anymore. That's not this tool. The tool is actually there to give us practice choosing because that's what Gary's, Gary's really clear about this. He's like, you guys don't have any practice choosing. Nobody teaches you that. Did did you guys ever have a class on choice in school? You neither. And I got taught how to judge and how to weigh the pros and cons and how to think and how to feel and how to communicate about those feelings and pour them and dump them all over other people. <laughs> That's, that was my classes. <laughs> so I didn't get taught how to choose. I didn't, in, in fact, I got taught that choosing again and choosing again and choosing for awareness was wrong. So, you know, it was, it was both. So we don't know how to choose. And so I've, I use my life and I use my business and I use everything to practice choice. Choice creates awareness. You can't get the awareness of what a choice is going to create before you make the choice. You cannot know what's around the corner before you turn the corner. The only thing you can do is get an awareness of the future that's going to get created by you turning the corner. If I turn this corner, will it create more? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Turning it. Now, what shows up after you turn the corner is unknown still. And that's what makes us a fucking adventure. That's what makes us an adventure. Like, the, since the moment, probably my whole life's been an adventure, but definitely since the moment I said yes to my first access class, my life has been one ongoing adventure of like, where am I going to go next? What am I going to choose next? What do I want to have next? Where do I want to go next? What's going to actually work here? You know, <laughs> if I move here, what will that create? If I date this person, what will that create? If I sleep with this person, what will that create? If I move in with this person, what does that create? If I travel, what would that create? If I work for this person, well, the constant wondering of like, hey, what's next? What's next? What's next? And I'm, so it's becoming more of a a space of being than anything, which it does when you use these tools. It does. But you got to remember that you always have another choice. And so let's say you get yourself all wrapped up in a situation and you've committed, I don't even know, you've committed to delivering 21 days of lives and you don't want to do it anymore. And it's like, okay, well, you got to look at if I quit in the middle of this, what does that create? And if I don't, what does that create? And if so, maybe you go through with what you chose because that creates more and it really doesn't matter how you feel about it. Right. And then maybe you, you look at, OK, well, what have I decided is required to create a business that isn't really required? Like, how else could I do this? Great fucking question. How else could I do this? What's actually possible here that I haven't considered? Great question. What's really possible here that I haven't considered? How many other ways are there of engaging people that I haven't considered? Have I limited myself to just one or two ways? Like, what would it take to find out other ways? How else are people doing this? How else can I fill my well of ideas for how this could show up in my life? You know, that's what I'm doing a lot of well filling right now. Um, If I seem quiet on social media, it's just because I am. It's like I'm sharing more funny shit because... In the background, I'm like filling my well a lot right now. I'm reading a lot of books. I am, you know, developing new ways of writing. I'm like, I'm developing things. I'm reorganizing. I'm restructuring. So there's a lot of like background work going on. I'm paddling furiously underneath. And 
there will be phases in your life that are like that. I forget why I was telling you that, though, because I totally lost my point. Oh, sometimes I need that. And you might, too. Sometimes you might need to fill your well. Like, who else is out there? What other conversations could be had? What else is happening? What else could you get interested in? These are all questions, you notice? The questions lead to your awareness of different choices. That's why you got to be really, really great at asking yourself questions. And that takes practice too. Live as the question is one of the keys to total freedom. Why? Because it's freedom. Man, you ask yourself different questions, you're going to get different awareness. So what if you practiced, what if you made it your practice to get really practiced at asking a question? I have a really fun way you can do that. And then, well, then I got to go. Oh, and hey, if you get your friends would love this video, will you share this? You know how social media is. They love shares. <laughs> Great way to practice questions. You ready? Spend a whole day where everything that comes out of your mouth that's a statement, you turn it around into a question. Just one day. See if you can do it. See if you can do it for a morning. And literally the whole day you're just like, you know, like, I don't even know. Like, if you hear yourself saying, fuck, I hate this. Well, what if I didn't hate it? Do I actually hate it? What else is possible that I haven't considered, right? Even if all the whole day with everything that came out of your mouth, you only said, what else is possible that I haven't considered? You would have a totally different day. You would have a totally different set of possibilities in front of you. A totally different set of choices. So how many choices are you refusing that you truly could be choosing that if you would choose them would give you you? And everything that doesn't allow that to show up times a godzillion will you destroy it and create it all. Where I run good about puck all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. That's the clearing statement. These are access consciousness tools. There's just fucking nothing else on the planet that works like these do. And um, I hope that contributed. If you loved it and you would share it, I'd be so grateful. And happy creating. What one choice can you make today that would set you free right away? And everything that doesn't allow it, times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pop, lock, on, and shorts, boys and beyonds. Share this shit. I love your guts. I'll see you guys next week.